This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by Tuesday. Tuesday. Hey, at least it's not Monday. You know, this is going to shock you. It's shocked me. It's quite the coincidence. But uh, the sponsor for this Tuesday, January 14th, 2014 episode was Tuesday. That was quite remarkable. Yesterday, we talked about how I'm a super taster. Today, I wanted to continue the food topic stretch by talking about buffet etiquette. Over the weekend, this past weekend, I was at a a buffet for a one-year-old's birthday party at an upscale Italian restaurant. Now, before I get into the buffet part, I'm going to just have a side note that I don't really necessarily understand the more formal one-year-old birthday parties. Now, I have plenty of friends who have done the formal one-year-old birthday parties, including friends who I know uh, who live near me and who listen to this podcast. But I've never quite uh, gotten my own head around, let's spend, you know, serious, not bar mitzvah money, but whatever the the mid-level money is on a a party for a one-year-old who won't know that they're having the party. Uh, I don't know. Those always strike me as odd. I guess it's just an excuse to get all your friends together and, you know, celebrate the existence of your baby. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't object to people doing it. It's just, it's never been for me. But anyway, we were at this upscale restaurant celebrating the fact that, uh, these parents hadn't managed to kill their kids in, uh, her first year alive. And it was buffet style. Uh, first there was a logistics problem because there was also like a a wedding shower or a a baby shower. I don't know which it was in another room in the restaurant, but just one buffet. And when they unleashed the shower to the buffet, uh, the line became insanely long. And then when the, the people for the birthday party wanted to join the line for the buffet, we ended up in the party room for the other party. That's how far back the line went. Uh, anyway, I was, uh, with my friend, Jason, not Jason Snell, who's been on this podcast, but a local friend, Jason, who has begged to be on this podcast, but who I have not yet put on. And, uh, Jason and I were discussing buffet etiquette and Jason suggested that it would be a fine topic for this show. So Jason, you fished your wish. Uh, the thing is when you're in a buffet line, first of all, I mean, I am the kind of person who's going to strategize about my buffet. It's not, I guess it was technically an all you can eat concept since you could go up to the buffet as many times as you want, but you shouldn't feel pressured to fit everything you want on your plate. You should get, in this situation, the foods you want to eat first. So you should know everything that's there. You should know what your options are, uh, but you needn't feel like I've got to pack everything I want on the plate. Get reasonable servings of the foods you want on your plate. But that's not the key rule I want to stress. What I want to stress is when you are in the buffet line, you keep moving. There is no time to stop at a station, at a buffet, and say, do I want the scrambled eggs or do I not want the scrambled eggs? Am I interested in the bacon or no? Which of these chickens do I want? If you can't tell, uh, let me explain. In terms of chickens, I'm not saying like there's a whole row of chickens and you pick the one you want slaughtered and plucked and whatever. I'm just saying, you know, if there's chicken marsala and chicken parm, you should know. Anyway, if you if you can't tell for sure that you want a food, you got to take it if you're contemplating it or leave it if you're like, if you're not sure. So if you're thinking, yeah, I probably want this, just take it and keep moving. If you're thinking, I don't think I want this, just move on. It'll still be there when you come back. I just don't like, and nor did my buddy Jason, when you're in the line and you're stopping and making everybody wait, especially at this party party situation where we've got two parties in a line that's going from here to Kalamazoo. And uh, that expression, by the way, does not play nearly as well in Kalamazoo. So I apologize to my Kalamazooian listeners. But when you force that entire line to slow down and wait, uh, everybody behind you in line hates you. I want to be clear. Like, I'm not saying that they're annoyed or they're perturbed or they're frustrated or they're getting hungrier. They absolutely disagree despise you. So you've got to just move. I'm not saying it's, it's not a horror. You don't have to keep your feet moving nonstop, which by the way, you should in any reasonable horror, your feet should constantly be moving. You might switch directions, but there is no time to pause. You just keep moving those 
freaking feet. But uh, so you're allowed to, to stand still as you serve something from your plate or serve something onto your plate, which is the more technical and accurate way of serving. But once you've got, you know, once you're at an individual food spot, you look, you decide, you take, and you go. Uh, when you contemplate as we all wait behind you, it's bad. Now I've laid all that out as my buffet rules, especially, you know, I said the non-rule, but still the, the requirement that you should scope out the line ahead of time. Uh, be sure to look at everybody else's plate once you're sitting again. You know, if somebody's like, if you're like, oh, you got the Caesar salad, those croutons look amazing, or wow, that's a fascinating dessert, you should let people, you know, you should you should make notes, mental notes, so that you can go back and on line two, on your second pass, make sure you stop at those stations. Uh, that's just, that's how buffets work, people. So thank you. Have a good one. And remember that I love you, unless you're slow in front of me in a buffet. 